Welcome to the New Zealand Tech Podcast, presented by Paul Spain and Anne Guest. Welcome along to the New Zealand Tech Podcast, episode number 130. This is the first of two special editions focused on New Zealand's High Tech Awards for 2013. In this episode, we're featuring uh, many interviews with a number of the winners. In the next episode, we feature a discussion recorded actually two days ahead of the High Tech Awards with CEO of Zero, Rod Drury. Now, conveniently for us, Zero uh, was the overall winner, uh, winning the PwC High Tech Company of the Year 2013. Uh, saved us having a uh, another uh, interview required with the uh, with the winner. So we've held that uh, interview back to be a part of this uh, this uh, two special episodes episodes on the uh, on the high tech awards so uh, let's dive in we start by talking with the ceo of vend vaughan rosal vend were winners of two awards the hsbc and nzmea high tech exporter of the year in the under five million dollar category for 2013 and that was the po- after uh, after that announcement being made was when we spoke to vaughan subsequently it was also announced that vend had won the state government of victoria innovative high tech service product as well for uh, for 2013 so uh, let's jump in Vaughan congratulations on uh, on this win thank you thank you it's uh, it's it's outstanding now tell us a little bit for the, for the listeners that maybe don't know too much about Vend I know you've, you're pretty well known out there but maybe you can sort of just a, a quick wrap up on uh, on what Vend has been doing with your uh, cloud-based point-of-sale software yeah, so we're, we're an online software product and we export to over 100 countries our software. Uh, it's all run online and runs through the browser. Um, we've got thousands of really passionate customers, retailers all around the world, and we're having a blast. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. We're, we're growing like crazy. You know, we're yeah, almost three years old, not quite. Um, and we've gone from you know, zero to, to thousands uh, really quick. And it's, uh, it's, it's been amazing. I'm backed by... An amazing team, uh, and and of course, uh, behind them are an amazing team of investors who have who have believed in the vision from day one. So, this is just really choice to to be here tonight and be be recognised as uh, you know for, for the successes that we've had exporting because that's that's cool, right? You know, we're we're exporting bits to the world. You know, weightless export. You know, this is the future of New Zealand, right? So. Uh, you know, and, and we're doing it on our terms. We're doing it from New Zealand. You know, we're not we're not getting sucked into the whole Silicon Valley, you know, vacuum. You know, um, so uh, yeah, it's just really cool. And and a pretty exciting week for you. Not only have you won this award, but it's been announced that uh, you just had a, a bunch more uh, investment come on board as well. Yeah, there is that too. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for reminding me. That's uh, it's been an amazing week. Yeah, we 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 raised uh, uh, eight mil of new capital. Uh, into the business so uh, that really le- lets us fuel up the tank and go really hard There's, the opportunity for us is is, is massive uh, and so we just need to really ex- keep executing well and going as fast as we can um, but yeah we're, we're we're growing we need to we need to hire something like a, a hundred new people to come on board uh, the rocket ship Venn so uh, anyone looking for a job then uh, then please get in touch because uh, yeah we really need to get this thing going so um, last year, this category was won by Zero, who's now in the category that's above, which is the uh, $5 billion plus exporter. Uh, will we see you competing against Zero next year? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's our aspirations, is, uh, is to be in that category as soon as we can. Uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Well, that's great. Hey, thank you very much for your time, uh, Vaughan. We do look forward to uh, to following your your growth uh, as things continue, and uh, we hope that you spend those uh, those extra investment dollars well, and uh, that you come back in the next uh, next category up uh, next year. Yeah, talk to you then. So right now I'm with uh, the guys from Ike GPS who were the uh, the winners of the innovative high tech hardware product of the year. Hey, great to uh, great to have you both here. Congratulations on your win. Thank you very much. Now I'm I'm currently with I'm Ryan Elsis. I'm head of product management for Ike GPS, and I'm Gareth Morgan. I'm head of uh, the software team at Ike GPS. Great. Well, uh, hey, congratulations on the win. Now, maybe you can just share with us a little bit for those that aren't familiar with Ike GPS. Uh, you know, what is it that's uh, that's unique and has helped you uh, win the win the award for 2013? So, what what we've done at Ike GPS is we've taken a GPS, laser rangefinder, digital compass, and a digital camera, and we've combined that all into one device. So I can tell where my GPS location is. I can point the laser at an object. I know the GPS location of that object. I can take a picture of that object, and then I can our software that we've written. We can do measurements off of that picture. Okay, so this thing is valuable for people who need to measure hard to hard to access objects that may be behind a fence or behind a property line that you can't get to, or telephone poles across the street. You need to, and you'd be surprised that in, in, in America, it's our biggest market, there's 160 million telephone poles. And when those telephone poles were put up 30 or 40 years ago, they had an electric wire and a telephone wire. Now they have cable vision, they have fiber optics, they have all kinds of things strung on them, and they're made of wood. So what's happened is the stress on those poles causes them to break in storms. So what the United States government has done is they've mandated that you have up, you have um, regulations to ensure the uptime of your electric system, your distribution system. So they have to go out, these utility companies, they have to know where all their poles are and know what's on it. So what they do is they take an Ike GPS, they point it at a telephone pole, they know its GPS location, they snap a picture of it, they can measure all the items that are going up the pole, so they can, do, they can take that picture and put it back into structural analysis software and do the analysis and decide where they need to replace the pole. They can also do the billing for all the people who are, who've got attachments on the pole. They can send all those guys a bill. So, And it, what it's done is you used to have two or three people on a crew out in the field doing this. Now they can take, you give two or three Ike GPSs to each, each guy and they can go and collect that data a lot faster. Our customers are saving 50 to 75% of time just going out in the field and collecting data and putting it into these systems and then doing the analysis on it and, 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 and it's helping the utility companies improve their uptime on their electric system. That is really, really cool. So where are you exporting to around the world at the moment? Primarily the United States. That's, that's our big market. We have uh, also power companies in Australia as well. Great. And uh, how long has the company been going? Can you share a little bit of background about, uh, about, the, about the business and uh, how you've got to this point? The company's been going for about 10 years and it was founded by a guy, uh, Leon Torenberg, who was in Africa and he, he came up with the idea of um, recording the location of uh, the radio station's uh, antenna that he'd been working on repairing. and. Uh, 
So he needed something that he could he could measure the location and store it on a map and and have a photograph and know where it was. And he came back and in his own garage he put it together a machine and then and then uh, got some funding and, and we've we've taken it to the world and it's it's gone through a lot of iterations over the ten years, but it has it wasn't until we've really we've taken the software side of things and we've added the ability to make measurements of photographs using photogrammetry that's really taken us to the next level, I think, in terms of uh, a product. It seems like we have a lot of uh, you know, smart inventions that come out of New Zealand, but you know, often they don't get uh, to that point where they get funded and, and end up as a, you know, as a strong export uh, like, like this. Um, how long has it taken to, uh, you know, to get from that idea originally to, uh, to where the business is now? Well, I started out selling it to the uh, United States military, the Army Corps of Engineers, and um, they they use it to measure different items on a base. You know, just do a lot of asset management, not not necessarily military things, but you know, asset you know where things are located on a base, and then that turned into the telephone poles, the utility poles, and that's, that's where the traction's really starting to ga gather, is within those two sectors, the, the utility companies and defense market, because these, these people have a lot of assets that they need to go out and map, measure, and track, and that's what an Ike GPS will do for them. It was really only about two or three years ago that, that things started to really get traction for us in, in terms of understanding the market and understanding what people needed so it has been a long journey and there's been a lot of mistakes along the way as any uh, you know young company will make but uh, yeah it really feels like we're, we're gaining momentum and it's, it's really an exciting time to be working at Ike GPS I have to say. Great well uh, thank you very much both for your time and uh, again congratulations to you and to the rest of the Ike GPS team. Yeah it's a team that it's a team that made it happen so the great, great bunch of folks. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Now this year the uh, winner of the innovative high-tech software product was the Wynyard Group. I'm here with two members of the team from the Wynyard Group right now. Uh, hi, I'm Dean Cooper. I'm the VP of Product Management at Wynyard. Uh, so all of the product roadmaps basically report through to me and um, I spend a lot of my time shuttling between London and New Zealand. Cool. Yeah, my name is Roger Harkin. I am the CTO. I look after R&D, uh, most of our activities are based in Christchurch, we have a group of uh, multidisciplinary uh, practitioners, uh, and uh, we're really pleased to have one tonight. Yeah, well congratulations. Now, um, uh, what you guys do sounds, you know, so sounds pretty exciting. Um, you know, I was reading, reading earlier that uh, law enforcement agencies around the world are using uh, you know, your intelligence software to, uh, to help break organized crime rings and, uh, and solve serious crimes. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that and, uh, you know, and how you achieve that? Uh, yeah, obviously, for you know the the, the nature of those uh, domains that you're talking about, we can't talk too much and uh, about specific agencies or, or details and things. But um, yeah, I mean, at a product level, basically, what Wynyard Intelligence does is it it, it can uh, aggregate data together from largely you know, unstructured text sources as well as structured sources, and we run various um, analytics routines, text mining uh, routines, um, relationship and pattern detection routines, and things. And basically, what it's there to do is help intelligence officers and investigators and things try and more quickly identify interesting patterns and lines of inquiries from um, lots of disparate data. And I'll, I'll hand it over to 
Roger to talk about some of the smart stuff of how we actually uh, do that. Yeah, uh, the, the hard part of what we do is, is not only uh, the, the algorithm, the intelligent algorithm exists out there. I mean, the hard part for us is to apply them. In order to apply them to concrete cases and make a difference for the practitioners in the field, then we need to, to have a, a, a group of people from different disciplines in order to say, this is an algorithm, how can it uh, make a difference, how it can bring relevant data out in a way that it is uh, uh, easy to, to use and easy to interpret for the practitioner there. These are people in the field, these are cops, these are intelligent uh, analysts and, and they are not experts in, in, in statistics or advanced analytics. So our job is to bring that down to the level so that they can use it in, in, in anger day in and day out. And uh, you know which uh, which parts of the world, I guess, are you uh, you know are you exporting to? Is that something you can share a little bit of information on? Oh yeah, um, yeah. We're at the moment, you know, we're, we're focused heavily on obviously yeah, New Zealand, Australia, the the UK, and uh, the US is an emerging market for us. So um, yeah, we we. Um, we focus a lot on uh, yeah on, on those those communities that work well together and and collaborate a lot in terms of um, intelligence sharing and and um, and and policing in, in general. So yeah, they're they're, they're um, four of the key markets. Yep, for us at the moment, there's a lot of activities and things going on there. That's great. And um, where where's the sort of, where's the company come from? What's sort of the uh, you know the history? How long have you been around? Yeah. yeah how are you funded and and so on? We, we are a pin-off of Jade Software Corporation. Jade Software Corporation is, is, uh, is one of the household names in, in, in New Zealand. Uh, which is a company with a 30-year history. Uh, we, our origins are in system programming. Uh, Sir Gil Simpson, the founder of this company, uh, created a fourth-generation languages in the 80s. And then we evolved and then we created the Jade platform and now and we develop applications in, in many sectors. And the last adventure that we have is creating software for uh, law enforcement, uh, risk management, and financial crime. And, and our investors uh, thought appropriate to, to, to bundle that, uh, that, that part of the business, and create a very exciting, exciting uh, company, uh, Winyard, and we're just a year old, and we are going from strength to strength. And, and this win tonight is going to be tremendous for, for us. Great. Well, uh, well, congratulations again, and uh, all the best for uh, for the future of uh, of Winyard Group and uh, all of the things that you're uh, you're able to achieve out there uh, globally. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks for the chat. Thank you. Thanks. Right now, I'm very pleased to be with Shona Grundy, uh, CEO for Trigger Happy, who have just won the High Tech Pre Commercialization Company of the Year, uh, sponsored by the New Zealand Venture Investment Fund. Well, congratulations. Thank you very much. We're really pleased and honoured to have won the award. This is, a, I guess, a pretty exciting milestone uh, for the business. Yes, I mean, for us, we've always known what we're doing, and it's a really unique business model. Uh, and so this is kind of just an endorsement of our peers saying, yeah, hey, you guys are doing something awesome. And, and that really means a lot to us. So tell us a little bit about Trigger Happy and how you've sort of got to this point and what it is that, uh, that, that you're doing. Uh, yeah, so we came up with a concept called Toon Hero two years ago. Uh, it took us about a year to get some prototypes going with the co-founders and uh, in November 2011 we raised our first round and, and it was a, a small seed round 
we uh, had about five staff and then we continued to work on our business strategy and model. In October of 2012, we closed the second round, which took us from five to 18 staff, uh, where um, our application is a, a first of its kind iPad application, and we call it animated social storytelling. It's about putting world famous characters into the hands of consumers in a, a brand new way. So we're working with studios in Los Angeles, to put characters into your hands so you can tell stories with them instead of them being told stories to you, if that makes sense. <laughs> hmm. Now that sounds pretty fascinating, and uh, how do you commercialise that? How do you turn that into some uh, great export revenue for New Zealand? So we call it um, a digital toy store model. So. Uh, think of us as a Toys R Us or a Walmart, um, oh gosh that's so American, uh, that's, that's my market. Um, so uh, we're a digital toy store, the app is free to download and then you can go in and play and animate those characters, tell a story and if you think it's for you and you want to get that great idea off the script and onto screen, uh, then it's in-app purchasing, so you can uh, buy a character for a dollar or a bundle of backgrounds for a dollar and you can um, basically tell your story which before it would have cost you millions of dollars to do and now normal everyday people who have created brilliant ideas can do it. That sounds pretty cool. Now, um, you know, where are you at in that, uh, that commercialisation uh, process at the moment? So we're actually pre-release. Uh, we're um, due to release in the middle of July. Um, we have great support from Apple. They're being amazing. We're going to localise to 13 languages upon release. And uh, it'll, be, it'll be out in the middle of July. If people want to sign up for the launch notification, it's uh, toonhero.com. And who are the sort of the key geniuses behind the company and, and those that have helped uh, fund you and get you to this point? Uh, so the four uh, co-founders are myself, I'm the CEO, uh, Carl Butler, he's our chief of product. It was sort of his idea that we all got behind. Israel Cooper is our chief financial, financial officer. Kathy Butler is our technical um, director of the company and um, a board member. And then our finances are JCon, uh, K1W1, Dennis Jones and um, Solution Access which are based in Hong Kong but the others are based in New Zealand. Well that's very cool, thank you very much for your time and uh, we certainly wish you all the best uh, with your upcoming launch. Thank you so much. Alright, this year the winner of the most innovative mobile technology category sponsored by uh, Telecom Business is Carnival Labs and I'm with uh, Guy Horrocks and Guy can you give us a little bit of uh, background on, uh, on Carnival Labs and sort of where you came from to, uh, to, to start the business? Cool, would love to. Yeah, we, uh, we actually started back in 2007 with uh, our former company, uh, Polar Bear Farm, which was the world's first iPhone app company. And uh, we sort of grew from very humble beginnings and, and uh, got the attention of Apple and ended up having um, a, a huge success on the jailbreak market before the App Store launch. Um, from there, in those kind of innovative routes, we built like the first search app, the first video recording app, the first Twitter app. Um, and so we had a, a lot of firsts and then from there we, we spun out to, to form Carnival Labs which is basically just helping brands succeed on mobile. So we started by building custom apps and then over the last 12 months we've built out a mobile marketing platform which is very similar to like a buddy media for mobile. 
And so, who are the who are the sort of customers that uh, that you're working with, and what what is it that uh, you know that they gain from partnering with you? Um, we work with predominantly big US brands. So we've worked with CNN and Time Magazine over the 2012 US elections, uh, DreamWorks Animation, Paramount Pictures in the movie industry, a lot of consumer product goods brands like Oreo and Coke. So it, it's very heavily marketing focused and. Um, Generally, a lot, of these, a lot of these brands have a lot of mobile initiatives and they're very siloed and isolated. And what we do is pull them all together under one roof and then we give them tools to create content and push out marketing campaigns. That's great. And, and how's, the company, uh, how's the company structured? You're based uh, out of New York. On a plane. Uh, uh, I'm just based on a plane pretty much. I'm, I'm supposed to be in New York, but I'm basically snakes on a plane. I'm always on a plane, which is very draining, but uh, they've got Wi-Fi on planes in America, so I can still work. <laughs> and, uh, and who else is involved in, in, the, uh, in the operation? Uh, so I co-founded with uh, Cody Bunya, who's the CTO and um, started the company with me, and he's sort of the, the rock. I call him the brains behind the op- op- operation, but... Uh, he, uh, he runs all our tech teams in New Zealand. And, um, and then uh, I'm based out in New York uh, with uh, one other person. So it's very New Zealand focused, very engineering heavy company. Um, and we're now starting to ramp up our sales effort in the States. So uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting times actually. I think the next three months are gonna be very big. We're, get, we're hoping to double the size of the company and, and uh, revenues, export revenue has been up like 300%. So. Uh, it's good, but there's always so many hurdles, as anyone knows in tech land. It's just one battle after another. <laughs> so, what can you share with us in terms of numbers or around revenue, and you know, and uh, and where to from here? Um, well, we, we did a seven-figure revenue last year and, and had a sort of thirty to forty percent profit margin, so it's pretty good. We've, we've got a team of. Over the last year, we only had eight full-time employees, so it was tiny. Uh, we've got 11 at the moment, and we're, we're probably going to have about 20 uh, later, later in the year. So it's, it's a pretty small company. Um, the revenue side really is built off our SaaS product, which um, basically hosts all these brands' users and allows them to run push and rich marketing campaigns into them. So they pay us on a monthly basis. So it's a big transition for the company to go from a services, custom dev work, one-off kind of high-value customers like a CNN to trying to basically have thousands of apps on our platform connecting to millions of users. So at the moment, we we send out about 10 million campaigns to to individual iPhones and, and Android phones every month, and that's growing rapidly, and we've had about half a billion events this year, so marketing events, which is... It's good. Um, it sounds like big numbers, and it is. But for where we want to go, it's 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 minuscule to where we're we're hoping to go. So I think when you look at Buddy Media and Wildfire and what they did in social, they grew to half a billion dollar companies in, in three years. And I think there's a bigger opportunity in mobile, but it's more complex, and there's going to be more competition. So you know the prize is obviously big, and there's going to be multiple winners. But um, yeah, you need it's speed and execution. You need to hustle your ass off and work your ass off and be really smart. And yeah, there's a lot of things you need to do to win. So it's it's tough, you know. It sounds pretty exciting. How, how do you how do you fund that? You know, are you uh, are you looking for IPO? Are you expecting you're going to get uh, you know acquired in the not too distant future? What, what do you think the future holds? Um, that's a good question. I think we've gone through a few different phases mentally about what we want. 
We had a couple of people offer to buy out the company last year when we were very much a, a custom app company. Um, and since we sort of had this vision on the, on the product side, we didn't really want to sell out before we'd even tried to do something big. Um, and have like a try and have an effect on the industry. So we're currently looking at um, raising investment in the US with some strategic angel investors and sort of seed investors in Silicon Valley and New York. And uh, we've been approached by uh, several to be leads who are, you know, pretty much the perfect investors for us. So we're we're looking at people who have invested in, in companies like Twitter and Google and and pretty pretty wicked pretty wicked investors so if we can get them all on board in the next month uh, that'll be a big milestone and then from there we'll start ramping our tech team in New Zealand and get a few sales guys back in, in, in the US so uh, that's the approach we've chosen we looked at things like uh, IPOs and those kind of things which you'd normally laugh at a few years ago but now tech companies are doing it startup companies are doing it which is really cool um, but I think for us the pathway of getting the right investors um, and Silicon Valley and, and, and New York really makes uh, the most sense for us rather than trying to bite off too much at this stage with an IPO. Um, you know, who knows what the future's gonna hold, but yeah, I think at this stage we're focused on, on what we're doing. Great, well it sounds like a, a really exciting uh, journey so far uh, and hopefully an even more exciting uh, journey ahead. So certainly wish you every success and you know, hope you manage to close things up with, uh, with those investors that, uh, that you're working with. Awesome, hey thanks a lot. Yeah I think we're going to get there. Uh, we've got all the sort of positive signs but uh, it's all about results and execution so we won't, we won't tout about it too much until it's done. So uh, hopefully there'll be some good news in the next, next few weeks. Awesome. Thanks, Guy. I trust you enjoyed hearing from NZ High Tech Award winners Vend, Wynyard Group, Trigger Happy, Ike GPS and Carnival Labs. Now congratulations also go to the other winners, uh, Green Button, who were awarded the Cisco High Tech Emerging Company of the Year, uh, to Navico, winners of NZTNE Best Contribution to the NZ High Tech Sector from a multinational company. Also Bimstop, who won the MBIE Best High Tech Startup Company of the Year. And finally, uh, Robert Bell, who was awarded the Frond High Tech Young Achiever. Now, in our next episode, we're going to be talking with uh, with Rod Drury, of course, CEO of Zero, who's the overall winner uh, at the High Tech uh, Awards this year. This edition of the New Zealand Tech Podcast brought to you by Guerrilla Technology, the strategic IT services firm that is here to help New Zealand's smartest and most innovative small businesses. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you would show your appreciation by following us on Twitter at NZT Podcast uh, or following us in any other other social platforms Facebook Google Plus and LinkedIn you can follow me Paul Spain also on those same uh, social platforms thanks very much for joining us bye